Hey, what's good, people? It's your man Animal Brown checking in with another Freestyle Friday. This is Freestyle Friday number five. Again, I hope you guys have been enjoying this. Let us know what you think about it in the iTunes comments or hit us up on social media on IG at On Deck TV Podcast. Now, let's not waste any more time. Let's get straight to it. What if I told you that the best album of the year, 2020, has already dropped? Would you believe that? But AB, it's only February, bro. Relax. Look, I understand the apprehension. All right. History tells us that the first quarter of the year for entertainment, music and movies specifically, is traditionally slow. All right. And the fourth quarter of the year is when the big dogs come out and play. And of course, we associate the big acts with quality music. So it feels like late summer and fall is when the heat drops. And there's some truth to that. But hear me out first. There's precedence for album of the year dropping stupid early. Let's take it back. February 6, 2003, 50 Cent dropped Get Rich or Die Trying, an undeniable classic that went on to sell way past diamond status. Hell, 50 just got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. You think he getting that uh, without this album right here? No, sir. February 10th, 2004, Kanye West College Dropout came out. January 18th, 2005, The Game's Documentary. All three of these albums are considered classics and arguably the best albums of their respective years. So, AB, you had to go back to when we were using two-way pagers to sell me on the idea of the best album of 2020 being out already. Look, let's go more recently, shall we? Just two years ago, in 2018, Nipsey Hussle dropped Victory Lap. Both Lou and I had it number one on our top 10 list. And if I'm not mistaken, that was the first time in our show's history we had the same album at number one. All right. It was even nominated for a Grammy for Rap Album of the Year. And if the committee knew what the hell they were doing, it would have won. That album came out February 16th and it was beloved the day that it dropped. By the time the end of the year list started coming out, it was already labeled a classic. Now, wait, hold on. I just noticed something. Nipsey. Kanye, 50, and The Game. Those were all debut albums. Damn. And they all had fairly reasonable to massive hype leading up to them. And they all dropped during the slowest time of the year. Maybe the labels weren't really sure what they had on their hands. I don't know. Who knows? That's something to think about. Damn, I ain't even peeped that. That's crazy. All debut albums. Anyway, back to 2020. Now, on this past episode of the podcast where we reviewed the Lil Wayne Funeral album, I put you guys onto what I call the album of the year so far. It's called It Was Unwritten from a rapper, singer, songwriter, Sayari the Kid. He's originally from the Bronx, but raised in Atlanta, so you could argue he's from Atlanta. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, but he's one of the most known, unknown artists that have been linked to big artists, possibly even ghostwriting for him, but not really having that hit of his own. So despite having double-digit mixtapes to his name, a recent cash money deal that just fell through not too long ago, and respect from artists like T.I. and Psy High, he hasn't quite broken through on a major level yet. Doesn't qualify for having album of the year? Like, does the album of the year crown have to go to somebody with a certain stature? I don't think so. We, like, we talk about that criteria all the time when we speak on whether an album's a classic or not, right? You can have great music, but if the album doesn't make an impact, like if everyone isn't listening to it, can you really call it a classic? Well, in my opinion, an underdog can have album of the year and they can also have a classic project as well. You just have to put a little context to it. I say that to say this, this album dropped January 24th of this year 
and it's the best album of 2020. And it might fuck around and stay in that number one spot. Bro, this album's incredible, dog. I'm sorry, it just is. Like, you wouldn't be looking at me like that if Cole or Kendrick put this exact same album out tomorrow. It's 14 tracks, that's the perfect length for an album. It's got introspective joints on how he came up with Never Right, Always Right and Two Parent Household. He's got storytelling joints like entrepreneurship, flawless features from Big Crit, T.I., and possibly verse of the year from Sci High. If you took Good Kid, Mad City, mixed it with 2014 Forest Hills Drive, stirred it up, poured it in a cup of Crit Was Here, this is what you would have. Now, relax, I'm not saying it's on par with those projects simply because all three of those artists are better rappers than Sayari. But what I am saying is that I highly recommend you check the album out and that it should be respected for what it is. And that's album of the year so far. <laughs> that's been my Freestyle Friday, guys. Don't forget, you can support The Real by subscribing to our Patreon. Hit that link in the show notes. Check out our most recent album review. We reviewed 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying, all right? It just turned 17. It was only right. Hey, we appreciate y'all for always checking us out, and we'll see y'all next time. Peace. Peace.